0: As the dice roll, brought to you today by Sparkles, the Rainbow Princess Unicorn. Nothing can stop you with Sparkles around.
1: previously on what is not we got kicked
2: out of a house for being creepy and as soon as the family left we're immediately breaking back into
1: it when under a direct source of light the boogeyman cannot retreat into the world of dreams you see kind of little energy waves coming from zeke and going into the boogeyman he looks you straight in the eye And he's going to use his terrifying gaze. I'd like to try to
2: create a magical light source. Donovan is terribly afraid that he will fail to protect the world and that the whole world will just burn
1: in some kind of Armageddon hellscape. In the sand of the Mojave Desert in California, off historic Route 66, sits a small desert town called Baghdad. We have some ancient prophecy
2: that something bad is going to go down in Baghdad. It's a town of shadows and secrets. Things
1: aren't as they seem, but we're still not quite sure what's going on. Where bumps in the night aren't the house settling.
3: Trying to find answers.
1: And the monster under your bed lies in wait for your foot to leave the safety of your covers.
4: My mom used to tell me all of these weird stories about monsters, but I didn't really believe anything she said because, you know, that's crazy talk.
1: It's a world where cultists spend their days pushing papers at the DMV and their nights summoning ancient creatures from the dread beyond.
0: Maybe something happened down at CryptoCore.
1: The Expert. Susan Donaldson. The Town Vet. The Freelancer.
4: People call me Beth. Hunting is sort of just like a business that I'm in.
3: The Deathless. Bruce the Zombie and his father cast a spell to bring him back.
2: The Initiate. Donovan Pelayan, part of an ancient
0: order of monster hunters. The monstrous. Zeke Solardier. He works for Cryptocore, which is his family's corporation.
1: It's a town where it's very hard to tell
0: what is real
1: and what is not. Welcome to Baghdad. you are paralyzed with fear because what you see is almost like you were standing on the mountains overlooking Baghdad and there's fire everywhere there are bodies everywhere there seem to be like demon creatures in the sky and right in the middle of Route 66 the street that bisects Baghdad is this giant hole it reaches several city blocks and out of it are just these purple, black tentacles and just there's just chaos everywhere. You see monks of your order strewn about. You see your fellow hunters dead. You see things that kind of look like the Jersey Devil flying in the air. You see a bunch of these boogeyman type creatures running around attacking people like it's just utter chaos
2: am i able to move or cry or anything or am i just paralyzed
1: how paralyzation manifests itself to you is up to you for susan it was fetal position for you it might be something different
2: I feel like I would just be very quietly saying no as tears roll down my face. Okay.
3: Where's Bruce in all of this? (laughs) Bruce is ready to take his turn. So Bruce is going to come busting out of the bedroom. Now I'm thinking he's going to find a unicorn stuffed animal in that bed with him. So he's going to have that in one hand. (laughs) His mighty phone is going to be out like flashing light. And maybe he's on Facebook live or something trying to record this. (laughs) And then maybe he also found a tiara in this kid's room, so he's probably wearing that, too, because her clothing probably wouldn't fit. (laughs) Um, And when he heard the the scream for help, he came running out to be a meat shield protector, sees everything, and probably wants to go straight at this monster and, you know, be like, hey, look at my phone. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So I guess kick some ass. Kick some ass. Oh, yeah. That is a... (laughs) Thirteen. yeah.
4: Wow. Damn.
1: Okay. Bruce is here to save the day. You're going to do harm. You can pick one of the following. You can gain advantage, so plus one forward. You can give plus one forward to somebody else. You can inflict terrible harm on the creature. Or you can suffer less harm because he's going to attack back at you. Or you can force them where you want.
3: It's either I'm going to go for the mega damage or force them where I want them because we don't want them to get away. Bruce is angry. He just saw his friends like all like down and sad and scared. So he's just gonna go full damage on this thing. Okay. And so you're attacking him with the hammer? No, my phone. <laughs> oh, just your phone. <laughs> I'm, I'm using the oh light my. on my phone.
2: Okay, oh. <laughs> <laughs> you got the magic hammer. You covered
3: it with holy water. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I guess then he takes out the, the magic hammer and st-
5: <laughs> Did he drop the unicorn? <laughs> <laughs> No, hammer.
3: hell no. He's not dropping that unicorn. <laughs> Sticks the unicorn under his armpit, gets the hammer out, and goes for the swing.
1: Okay, so this is what happens. So Bruce comes out here. He kind of does this like aha move with the phone. The boogeyman looks at him like, "What? what's that supposed to do? And <laughs> Bruce very quickly realizes that the phone does nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes and gives up that and swings with the hammer and smacks him across the face. Doing what? What does your hammer do? Did we decide what? We're gonna say three harm. We're gonna say that the, the additional harm, and we're gonna do three harm. And
5: that's double, right? Because.
3: Does it say double harm? I don't have any notes on what my hammer does. On
5: a 12 plus, and he chose to do maximum damage, it says your attack inflicts double the normal harm. I think that
2: is... I mean, a mace does two harm. Is that what his hammer is?
1: Yeah, so what you're reading, Mandy, is if they take the advanced move. And you guys aren't high enough to do that yet.
5: Oh, advanced. Oh, advanced. Okay, I hear you. Yeah.
1: So you're just on ten plus. I I just add another one. To- I just add a one. Got it. Okay. So the creature doesn't quite know what to do with you at first. He tries to gaze at you, but he realizes that you're not something that can sleep. So he's like, he doesn't really know exactly how. Like that's his. That's his. That's his go-to. <laughs> and so he looks at you, kind of confused.
3: And he goes, why? Why are you helping them? Bruce grabs his phone and plays some like really happy Michael Jackson music and starts doing interpretive dance to show his love for humans. <laughs> <laughs> what in the world? Do I have time for that? Is can he get that all in there?
1: <laughs> I'm gonna say yes because the boogeyman is just like staring at you like, what? <laughs> But does anybody have a reaction? Feel the world. <laughs> oh
5: my god. <laughs> I'm feeling the love, so I don't know how long this effect lasts, but I'm hearing the music.
1: Does anybody have any specific reactions to Bruce's... Interpreted dance.
2: I mean, I don't think I can, can I? Well, I'm paralyzed. Am I even aware that it's happening?
1: I'm
5: feeling less scared.
1: Okay, you're feeling less scared. I would say that Donovan and Zeke, if you feel like this is causing an emotional reaction in you, you may at least tell me what that emotional reaction is.
2: Yeah, well, I think as I'm watching the world burn and demons destroy everything, suddenly I'm hearing this happy, cheerful music in the background and it's making me think, hold on a second. Something's not right about this. And I'm hopefully starting to realize that this is weird and probably a dream. Because I never pictured Michael Jackson music at the uh, end of the world.
1: (laughs) 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 And I would say you see down below in the middle of all this chaos of your vision, you see like a pirouetting Bruce (laughs) dancing back and forth. Yeah.
5: Yeah, I'm imagining Sam and Alex like just destroyed, but... When I hear the music, I'm starting to realize that this isn't real. Beth?
4: Pretty sure I'm just standing there with a WTF look on my face. I'm like, okay.
1: So the Pokeman's kind of like, he finally breaks out of like this kind of confused stare that he's giving Bruce. And he's now desperately looking around for any source of shadow that he can find. And because of Donovan's light source, he's not finding anything. And so now he's starting to panic and he's going to swing at Bruce and inflict two harm.
3: I will take it. Wow, Bruce could be harmed. Bruce is dead.
1: (laughs) No, he's not. Well, he is, but he's not. (laughs) (laughs) It's complicated.
5: (laughs) (laughs) All right, what next? How long are Donovan and and myself
1: out? I would say that you can probably make a move, but I'm going to give you a negative one to it.
5: Am I close enough to the creature? Like when Zeke tackled him, did he move the creature further away from me? Or am I close enough to like try to stab him in the foot or something?
1: The daggers probably has fallen out of his back at this point, probably when Zeke tackled him. The way this room is set up, he's in between the front door of the house and the entrance to the hallway that you're all in. And he's basically in the middle of the living room to his right is the actual living room. And then to the left is the dining room. And then the kitchen kind of goes back next to the hallway you're in. So that's kind of the layout of the room. I think you need to recover your dagger before you could attack him again.
5: Okay. I can see my dagger. I'm going for it, but I'm still kind of a little bit on the weak side. So I'm aiming for the femoral artery. I don't know if the guy bleeds, but... I do know anatomy, so that's my goal. I don't know if I get there before someone else does a move or not, but that's what I'm trying to do.
1: All right, so first act under pressure to see if you can recover your deck.
5: Okay, act under pressure. I get to use sharp because of my move, and 6, seven, eight, nine, 10. 10 for recovering my dagger.
1: Okay, so you got it. Does anybody want to react? Is anybody doing anything before she goes and stabby-stabbies?
0: Is there anything left to investigate with spooky man? Any reason we'd investigate a mystery or anything like that?
1: I mean, you've got a lot of information. I don't know that
0: you have all information, but right now I don't know what you would investigate. So we just want to kill him or send him back to the dream. Well, we don't want to send him back to the dreamland, right?
2: Yeah, I mean, if he goes back to the dreamland, I think he'll just rest, heal up, and then attack another child again, you know?
0: All right. So we just want to keep attacking.
2: I mean, if
5: you want to ask him a question, I mean, you could
1: use your powers to try to manipulate him, but... That's an interesting idea. I didn't think about that. You could, Yeah, you could try talking to the thing.
2: He does know English, apparently. He's spoken to us twice now, I think.
0: And so how would we talk to him? What move is that? Manipulate someone? Yeah, I would manipulate
5: someone. I think Zeke's the right person to do that. I'm too upset and angry and
0: terrorized and sad. Yes, I will do that. Sorry, I'm looking through my things here. I don't see Manipulate Someone listed.
3: It's
1: one of the basic moves. Everybody has it. It's
0: for uh, Charm. Yeah, it's plus Charm. Well, (laughs) okay, (laughs) yes, I see that. Well, Zeke has negative one Charm, but I will nevertheless...
1: Well, hold on. Your first instinct was to investigate a mystery. So why don't we do that? Go ahead and investigate a mystery, and and what you'll be doing is you'll be asking it a question.
0: Okay, so Zeke is going to get up, because he was still lying there from tackling the guy. And now that he's done it once or twice, he feels like he he has a little bit more control over this shape-shifting ability of his. He knows that he can get a little bit more out of investigating a mystery when he shifts. So he's going to try and go back into the red panda. So he's going to shape-shift into his red panda so that he can investigate uh, and ask this guy a question. He Feels like it might throw him off his game a little bit. Okay. <laughs> sure, why not? Yeah, we're gonna go with it. (laughs) Let's do it. All right. So Zeke gets up, he turns, he looks at this, he he squeezes his eyes shut and clenches his fists and does a little wiggle and he becomes red panda. (laughs) Uh and I'm trying to remember what Zeke was wearing this whole time. Didn't he just borrow a pair of boxers from somebody or something it's somewhere like in Hawaiian boxers. He's in Hawaiian boxers. Yeah. He's in Hawaiian boxers. So there he is. Oh, he's this red panda. He's in Hawaiian boxers. To this point, are a little bit, because red pandas aren't huge. So they're a little loose. They're kind of hanging off his tail. But they're there. Nothing is uh, revealed to frighten anyone further. <laughs> and so he's this red panda. And now he gets plus one to investigate a mystery as a red panda. And so I will roll to investigate a mystery. Is that what I need to do?
1: Yes. All right. Eight plus one
0: is nine. Okay, so what do you want to ask him? What do you want from us? Is that a valid question?
1: He's very confused by you changing into a red panda. And so he's just kind of like twists his head and... He just says, hungry.
0: I point him towards the kitchen where uh, <laughs> Bruce has left a large sandwich and a half-eaten bowl of Fruit Loops. He
3: doesn't know what this stuff is. Can Bruce go next? Go for it. Bruce would like to swing his hammer again, but this time he specifically wants to go after this monster's leg. He wants to kind of do like a Tanya Harding attack. Um, so like he can't <laughs> skate away. Okay. So we make sure he can't escape, and then if he's like crippled or whatever, then we can do whatever the hell we want with him. Okay. That is a... That's a 10.
1: Nice. So are you inflicting terrible harm?
3: If that's what it's necessary to Tanya Harding him, then yes. I don't want him to be able to skate away after this. I want him prone. That's what I'm trying for. No gold medal for him.
5: Well, on a 10, you can force him where you want him to.
3: Yeah, so the Force thing. Okay, so he is now
1: lying on the ground. Where he's been stabbed and hit by you, there's like, an almost looks like shadow is coming out of him. And so it's just kind of like smoky shadow is pouring out of these contact points. But he is now kind of prone on the
3: ground. Bruce gets the YouTube video footage of Nancy Kerrigan on the ground screaming why. And shows it to him. <laughs> He'd like to further the investigation just to know
0: why he's doing this
2: children ask your parents
0: <laughs> he responds trapped here mm. he's trapped and he's hungry
5: this cryptocore involved i like wondering why why is he trapped
0: maybe is there something we can feed him to make him less evil
5: i don't want to befriend the boogeyman
4: <laughs> what why not <laughs> Be besties.
5: Can I ask what has trapped him here? So here I am wanting to stab him in the femoral already, but now I'm just like curious what trapped him here.
1: Trying to think of how he would understand it. Why are you trapped? All right. So he understands that you're all trying to communicate with him. He doesn't know how to explain what he is experiencing. So he's going to give a look to Bruce. And he's going to try casting his terrifying gaze, but he's not doing it to attack. He's doing it to communicate. Okay. Does Bruce allow this? Hell yeah. All (laughs) right. (laughs) You see from what you assume is the boogeyman's point of view, darkness, it's almost as if like you were in the shadow. You're in the upside down. <laughs> to, st- okay. to steal a demonstration from Stranger Things. Yeah. Looks like the upside down. Okay. But everything's shadowy and dark, and you can see that this creature does occasionally come into this realm and feed off of nightmares. But then all of a sudden there is a flash of light, and he is in a sterile white room. Mm-hmm. And there are these like you know those gyroscope type things that they put astronauts in to get them used to g-forces and stuff
3: yeah yeah yeah. so he's floating
1: so he's like in the middle of one of those and he can't get out and he's just stuck there and there are scientists sitting there staring at him and taking notes
3: very interesting
5: how does bruce communicate this to us yeah, so I was
3: thinking about that. Um, <laughs> I mean, interpretive dance would be his go-to.
1: Yeah, but that could only take you so far.
3: yeah so i think maybe he'll play it safe and maybe like
0: "Hmm, how would he communicate this could he pull up some various social media videos that capture the meaning and show it to the rest of us or something
3: yeah i think he actually maybe he gets a little frustrated because he just took in a lot of information all of a sudden so i think he's just going to go to the phone and he's just going to be like give me one second and he just really types out a really long email and just explains everything he just saw
5: Okay, Susan has this natural tendency to sympathize with animals, and now she's thinking of this creature more like an animal. So now her question is, is there something that we could do to free you so that you will never come back here to Baghdad? He
1: just doesn't understand that question. That's not the level he works on.
0: I think we have to, because he feels trapped and he's hungry. I'm fixated on this hungry thing. No idea why. Can we, like, feed him something that will help to nourish him and allow him to... Bruce offers his arm...
5: Assuming he feeds on fear and and nightmares.
2: Donovan would like to interrupt and shout, What are we even talking about? Feeding him and and everything. He's a monster. (laughs) He is a demonic creature. He assaults our children in their beds while they sleep. He is a force of evil. We need to kill him. We've got him. We've got him down. We've got him vulnerable. Finish him.
1: Is Donovan going to finish him?
2: Donovan is just saying that passionately. He hasn't taken any action at this moment.
4: All right. Sounds like my time to shine. Let's do this. (laughs) 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 Let's take out a monster. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, Go go for it. it. Donovan's with you. (laughs) All right. I'm going to roll to kick some ass. Hopefully this is okay. (laughs) Yeah. How many... I know how to do this. I don't have my stuff memorized. I'm really sorry, guys. Uh, plus one. I got a
1: nine. Is that already adding in modifiers?
4: Yeah, I added my tough. Yeah. How do you attack him? Well, I still got my gun. Um, I also have a shotgun. We just need
5: to murder him. I don't know. A shotgun causes more harm, right? Yeah, it's three harm.
4: So she's getting real now. Yeah, I'm gonna bust out my shotgun. <laughs> it causes two harm. So, let's do this.
1: All right, so you fire at the Boogeyman with your shotgun. The shells go and basically tear through what's remaining of his body, and he can no longer hold himself together in this world, and he basically dissipates into just wisps of shadow that just fade he's gone. Good work,
3: Beth.
4: Wow, Beth. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Bruce quickly get a
3: picture with all of us kind of standing over him as he's fading and dying so we can show the homeowners that we've taken care of this situation as we said we would do?
0: I think that's a good idea so that they trust us now that we broke into their daughter's bedroom to kill the creature.
3: I don't know that
1: you had time because that wasn't presented before she made the attack. So I'm going to say no, there is no evidence of this creature having been there.
3: But but Bruce wait. came out of the bedroom with Facebook Live on. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so there might be a stream somewhere that
1: picked it all up. That's fine, but you don't have a still picture. You don't have time okay. to take that.
3: Did, wait, did
5: we kill it or did we send it back?
1: At this point, I'd say that (laughs) (laughs) Donovan gets a message on Discord. And it's from Buffy, whatever we said her last tag numbers were. And they say that boogeymen feed on nightmares harmed by sun and laughter. And the two ways of taking them out is either exposing them to direct sunlight or trapping them in light and tearing away as much of its corporal form as possible. And then it is shunted back into the realm in which it came, the nightmare realm. But normally they just kind of come out, feed and go home. Like there's no reason why one would be like persistently attacking a small child. Okay, um- hey,
4: should ask some questions. <laughs>
2: Susan, can you show me how to do that little thumbs-up thing? I want to thumbs up this post.
5: Yes, I struggled to my feet so that I can help Donovan with social media. <laughs> All
2: right. <laughs> oh, and good news, everybody. Uh, according to uh, one of our friends and allies, we have torn away its corporeal form while trapping it in light, which is one of the ways we can defeat it. Yay! <laughs> yes. Yay. All right. And Beth, I want to... Congratulations. People had said that you were a mighty monster hunter, but this, I think, is the first moment, uh, because all our our past experiences are vaguely uh, fuzzy in my mind. But I think this is the first time that I have witnessed you truly slay a beast, and and to see you in your prime was was wonderful. Congratulations.
4: Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) All in today's work, my friends.
1: All right. Well, as you are sitting there celebrating, you hear a whoop
4: whoop. Aw, oh, jeez.
1: <laughs> and a cop car pulls out in front of the house. Scatter. Jeez, it! it's the fuzz. Hello, I'm Joe Hogan, the editor of As the Dice Roll. I hope you're enjoying this episode of What Is Not? I want to start out by giving credit to Mikael Gelfi for the ambiance sounds we used at the end of the last episode in the beginning of this one. You can find all his amazing work over on YouTube at mikaelgelfi Audio, and go support him on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Gelfi. He has a lot of ambiance music that really enhances your RPG experience, so definitely check him out. We here at As the Dice Roll would love your help building our community. If you enjoy our show, let your friends know. Tell your gaming groups, talk about us at your comic shop, share us on your social media, and let us know what you think about the show. We love interacting with our listeners, so go follow us on Twitter at AsTheDiceRollRP, on Instagram at AsTheDiceRoll, and if you want to chat with us in real time, go check out our Slack channel over on the Geek2Geek Media Network Slack, which you can find by going to the Contact Us tab of the network website at geek2geekmedia.com. And finally, you can also email us at podcast at AsTheDiceRoll.com, or leave us a voice message by clicking on the link on our website at AsTheDiceRollcast.com. And if you leave a voice message, I may include your comments in the mid-show intermission. October is quickly approaching, and we're hoping to have a few contests for spooky season. So make sure you're on our social media so you can get information on all the fun that's coming up. Now, speaking of spooky season, we're getting a head start by talking zombies on Geektitude for the rest of September and October. Last week, we talked about the movie that established the genre George Romero's Night of the Living Dead. Katie, who plays Beth, talked with me about both the original and the 1990 remake. And this coming week, we're going to be talking about both the Romero and Snyder versions of Dawn of the Dead. You can also catch Katie on Tea Time with Katie and Chelsea, Can't Stop Me Loving K-Pop and Disney Forever. If you've always wanted to own a farm but have violent flashbacks to when your cousin Alex was viciously attacked by geese at a birthday party petting zoo, you might like Todd and Bama's new podcast, Farming Simulated. Go check them out for everything you've ever wanted to know about Farming Simulator. You can also listen to Todd on his podcast, Nerdberg Review. That's it for me this week. I'll be back this Friday, September 17th, with the next episode of Cautious Optimism. Until then, let's see if our hunters can avoid being dragged to the clink by the cops right after a quick commercial break. When toxic culture has you down.
5: When you're just looking to laugh and
2: have fun. Kick back
1: and enjoy watching a video game. Or just make some new friends. It's time to visit the geek to geek Media Network, a community of podcasters, streamers, and
0: bloggers. Well, more of a family than a community. Yep, and each other in real time, and we can't wait for you to join us.
4: So, come check us out at geek2geekmedia.com.
0: And escape toxic fandom for something much more...
4: Keanu?
3: Yes, Keanu.
1: A cop car has just pulled in front of the Thomas's house, in which you have broken into. So... What do you want to do?
0: Scatter. Is it Lou the Sheriff? Zeke runs outside in his half-torn boxer shorts and nothing else. Oh my god.
5: Isn't he a red panda?
2: Zeke, turn into a human.
0: Okay, Zeke (laughs) turns back into a large, hairy, half-naked human wearing Hawaiian boxer shorts and runs outside. I don't know if that's a whole lot better than the red (laughs) panda.
1: It's
2: easier to explain.
0: (laughs) True, easier, especially at that time of day. I suppose running outside in your boxers at like 5 in the morning isn't a particularly unusual thing. Are the police just still sitting in their car? Have they gotten out? or guns drawn?
1: They just pulled up, but you're really
0: running out the front door
1: oh my God. <laughs> at the cop
0: car? Um, no, don't
4: do it.
3: I support this.
0: <laughs> I feel kind of like, maybe not running, I don't know, sauntering? <laughs> More of a 5am kind of uh, movement. It's okay. better to get them out, because if they come in, they're going to see this whole group of people in there with various weapons drawn, and a zombie, and unicorns half-eaten, Fruit Loops and sandwiches, and uh, none of that seems like particularly good evidence that we'd want the police to see. Whereas if I just kind of walk out and like, "Hey, dudes," Zeke can manipulate
5: the situation. I'm thinking. It's true.
0: That's true. Yes, I do have one of my moves. Is, uh, so perhaps uh, are we ready for a move, or do I need to first like say hello to the police?
1: Okay, so Lou does get out of the car.
4: Oh, good, Lou's there. Oh, it good. is Lou.
0: <laughs> Lou. My
4: God.
1: And then he does have another officer with him. I need to get a name, so you have to give me a second. But, yeah, they get out, and they're very confused as to exactly what you're doing. And he's like, uh, hello, Mr. Solidare. well what's going
0: on? So Zeke will engage in mental dominion over Lou Okay. to try and convince him that what he's seeing is perfectly normal and natural. I'm just hanging out at our good friends Jason and Margot's house. And um, You know,
2: they're really close friends when he has to look up their names mid-sentence. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
5: and they might be there because Jason and Margot specifically said we're not close friends. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's where the mental dominion comes in. Excellent. So, yeah, Zeke wants to kind of wander out and say, like, Hey, Lou, what's what's going on? I saw your lights flashing through the window early. Thought I'd saunter out in my Hawaiian boxer shorts and see how I could help you and convince you that, yeah, it's a sleepover.
1: Okay, so you're going to try Mental Dominion, so go ahead. All right.
0: Oh, well, fiddle. <laughs> um... <laughs> because <laughs> you know it's worked so well for you up till now <laughs> yeah really uh so roll plus charm so my ch- oh, for freak's sake my charm is a negative one and i rolled a five uh-huh. so i got four for mental dominion so on a 10 plus hold three and a seven and nine hold one well i didn't get any of that you may spend your hold to give them an order. Regular people will follow the order. Well, it doesn't matter because
1: No. Yeah. <laughs> I got a four. Yeah, so he's gonna be like, uh so Mr. Solidar, are you doing okay o- over there? Um can we take you somewhere?
0: Oh no, I'm cool. I got my van parked across the street. to um, <laughs> admit it's fine. your
4: van. It just gets worse every time. Every time. Oh, the, the camera
1: pans to a white van
4: taking them away
1: <laughs> with with spray painted letters that said oh what did it say it had authentic, authentic repair van. Repairman.
4: <laughs> and we're at not our house and said we were having a sleepover where there's small children that live This is terrible <laughs> Who let him go out there
2: <laughs> I mean it's more a matter of we all didn't stop him
0: maybe i'd kind of backtrack a little and try and say well you know they're away and so i'm just kind of house sitting you know Cryptocore doesn't pay all that great (laughs) and so i figured i'd make a few extra bucks over the weekend or whatever over this wednesday i think you said it was on this wednesday house sitting for them so yeah that's i'm here house sitting and you know
1: he looks at the other cop who is named daniel capella kind of a squatter, more uh, Italian-looking dude. And Lou goes, oh, okay, um, well, can uh, can we talk to a Mr. and Mrs. Thomas? We, we're a little concerned because we heard some uh, gunshots, or at least that's what was called in to us. who didn't even think
0: about that. So I explained to them that they're not home, that they're away, which is hence why I'm there, house-sitting, to protect their home, and that not to worry I heard a squirrel on the roof and went to investigate and, and tripped while trying to throw a tennis ball at it. And that's really all that it was. Just me throwing tennis balls at rodents in the early morning hours.
3: Roll manipulate someone. <laughs> it's going to work this time.
4: Have faith, guys. Have faith. Uh,
0: I get a four. <laughs>
4: Uh, uh, you need new dice, man.
0: I was just going to say, Joe bought me these dice. Now I'm starting to question. These pretty purple dice that Joe bought me, because they're so pretty. They're sus. These dice these are sus. These
4: dice are sus. <laughs> this is, sounds rigged.
1: Okay, Mr. Soldier, can, can you maybe call the Thomases and
0: ask them to... You know, can we put them on the phone, please? Sure. So Zeke decides what he'll do is he will text Bruce and say Bruce you got to do me a solid and pretend to be the Thomases Wait, <laughs> and so i'm going to i'm going to connect the police through and Bruce will will say act nothing. as as the Thomases oh that's right. He can't speak <laughs> Was, there's just one flaw. Well, he could just pretend to be so sleepy at the hotel and wave at them like bad connection. Face Are we
4: FaceTiming? He's just going to be like, <laughs> he's tired. Okay. <laughs> I'm crying over here.
1: <laughs> okay, so so what are we doing here? <laughs> you, you've texted Bruce. <laughs> Do you solid Text it,
0: Bruce? I've said you know the police want to talk to Jason. Just confirm that I am indeed house sitting. So please, you know, act like you're Jason and somehow convince <laughs> convince our good friend Lou here that all is good and they can go back to fighting
3: so does bruce have an app on his phone that can kind of just you know translate what he types out in a message like a robotic male voice oh, yeah. maybe he
0: has like a, it's like a memoji right yeah <laughs> so bruce has he creates a jason memoji
3: yeah
5: <laughs> you
0: know that?
1: Oh, okay all right Okay, Bruce, roll,
3: roll manipulate someone. <laughs> oh, fucking A. This is not my good thing. Oh, actually, we did... Okay, so, nine. so I got an eight. Oh, thank God. You
1: got an eight. Okay. Yeah. So what are you trying to convince him to do?
3: I am convincing him that everything that they just told him was exactly right. We're not there right now. He's house-sitting and lots of emojis like, it's okay.
4: <laughs> That's not sus. <laughs> but was it like vocal? It was like, "We are here and and not at the house."
3: <laughs> <laughs> Everything is Wait, okay. what if it's like it goes to voicemail and the voicemail is like the robotic voice saying, "We're on, you know, vacation right now, but so and so is, you know, Zeke is watching our house for us. If you have any questions, please contact Zeke." <laughs> this is
2: the real Thomas family. <laughs>
1: okay so you play this and and he he's looking at daniel who is kind of side-eyeing him and kind of looking back at the house are you guys looking through the window
4: obviously
2: (laughs) (laughs) i want to say no but i mean yeah, probably. It's a train
4: wreck. <laughs> How could we not? I mean, we're like geeking. It's not full on. I mean, Bruce might be full on like plastered against the window watching the whole thing go down.
3: But. <laughs> I think Bruce would actually be busy trying to clean up the house. I mean, he did make a little bit of a mess, yeah.
0: so. I, I'm Bruce looking through the keyhole. <laughs> well, and I'm assuming like since Zeke, of course, grew up in Baghdad and these are the local cops, I'm guessing Zeke does have maybe a, a little bit of Personal cred with these guys, although he was never a particularly popular. Kid, I-
1: he, he's also standing in the front yard of a house that's not his in his boxer shorts,
0: torn <laughs> boxer shorts, torn torn, box- box- t- torn. boxer shorts. Can
2: Jonathan All right, so, uh, cast um, some <laughs> kind of a, a, a like a confusion or something about <laughs> to, to help? I want uh, yeah, to like magically assist with the manipulating the people or whatever, like by weakening their minds or something. I like magically. that.
0: I think that's a good idea.
1: Yes, we'll try that. We'll see how that goes.
2: Okay.
1: So roll plus weird for use magic.
2: Ooh ba <laughs> Yep. Uh Four and three is seven. Oh, seven. Oh, there we go. <laughs> seven. I'm, I, thank goodness I'm super weird, y'all.
1: <laughs> All right. And so what are you trying to do?
2: I'm trying to muddle the police officers' minds to make them more willing to accept the stories they're being told, you know, to make them more, more susceptible to the manipulation uh, um, techniques.
1: Okay, are you giving a plus one to somebody? Are you like.
2: I I I understand what you're
1: trying to do. I'm not sure what the effect is supposed to be.
2: I guess, yeah, I'd like to give a plus one to Zeke's manipulating them or whatever roles. Maybe we should
3: call a bomb threat in that, like CryptoCore, and see if that'll get them to go away.
5: (laughs) (laughs) There we go. Maybe that's what Bruce is doing. This is
1: what I'm going to do. (laughs) We're going to say that that spell triggers some Deus ex machina, and Jason pulls into the driveway.
5: (laughs) Oh, no. Okay, now we're scattering.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It says, it works imperfectly. Choose your effect and a glitch. And since there was no active manipulation at the time they'd already rolled it i'm just going to say that it, it there was some probability manipulated and it just happened to be perfect timing guys i think i screwed that up <laughs> <laughs> jason pulled up and he sees a boxer clad zeke and he sees the two cops and he sees like everybody plastered up against the window <laughs>
4: We're subtly peeking out. I mean, give it a <laughs> I mean, Okay, you We know how to be subtle, right? It can be subtle. <laughs> I'm at Clearly,
5: the
1: there's a window there. And Lou says, "Hey, Mr. Thomas, I was just talking to your house sitter Zeke here, and um, I wanted to make sure everything's okay. We had heard about some gunshots, and we wanted to make sure we're all right. You- you're all right." Does this person have permission to be in your home?
0: I think Zeke needs to try mental dominion again on Jason to get him
4: to see Oh it. no. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I will
2: simultaneously I want to weaken Jason's mind, make him more susceptible, uh, giving a plus one to Zeke's mental domination role. Somebody is gonna spontaneously
1: combust before the end of this session.
4: <laughs> Has Bruce made some popcorn yet? Because this is like, I don't even know. I'm <laughs> long worthy,
3: Bruce, yeah, Bruce, worthy. hook us up. I'm thinking more. This would be pancake oh, time. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> it's morning. He's going to be making pancakes for everybody. Okay,
4: thank you God. know what?
3: Fuck it. Bruce comes out with a platter of pancakes.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Can possibly all get right, anywhere.
3: Right.
1: So so Jason before before anybody rolls anything. Jason seeing these people come out of his house gives Zeke a look and, and Zeke what is your expression to Jason? Oh. Like do you give him any sort of facial clue or we got rid of
0: the boogeyman for crying about it we say he him. kind of looks at jason and you know smiles and kind of opens his arms like hey buddy you know so good to see you but yet he's like with his eyes he's kind of looking at him and kind of glancing towards the house because obviously jason knows why they were there in the first place and jason saw this crazy thing on the video because he's the one that showed them and kind of trying to communicate to jason like go along with the story it's really uh a wise thing he Zeke has very expressive eyes. (laughs) (laughs) He's really able to communicate.
2: You've learned a lot from the interpretive dance form of communication (laughs) and applied that to your eye contact.
4: Why, in my head, was I seeing Zeke like doing the like, I'm totally not winking, but totally winking? Like, (laughs) go along with it. It's fine, you know? (laughs) He has the hots for Jason. So, just. just possible miscommunication.
5: Oh
1: my God. <laughs> okay. So Jason is going to look at him and, and then look at Lou and say, I- I've got this, Lou, thanks. I'll let you know if there's any problems. And oh, yeah. <laughs> and you know, they both double check to make sure are are the kids are the kids okay? And he's like, Oh yeah, they that we just needed a night away. So we're so happy that Mr. Solidier here was able to keep an eye on things and he's kind of just giving him that look like you're lucky I'm doing this.
4: Mm-hmm. This family's moving out of Baghdad by the way. <laughs> <laughs> like, they ain't ever coming back. They have a squirrel problem.
2: <laughs> squirrel. They should, honestly. Why yeah. does anyone live here? <laughs>
4: <laughs> Excuse me, this is my home. I grew up here rude.
2: <laughs> well there's a great big world out there, young lady. You should you should
1: look for other, <laughs> other options.
4: Please remember that I am holding a gun and a shotgun at the same time.
1: <laughs> yeah, that doesn't make the situation any better.
4: I, I'm in the house peeking through the window. No
1: <laughs> All right. So Jason starts walking back to the house and the cops get back in the car and drive away. And so when he walks in, what does he see? (laughs) Uh, He walks past Bruce and the pancakes.
5: (laughs) I opened the door for him. I saw him coming because I was peeking through the keyhole and I don't know, I guess he sees a little bit of a mess. The kitchen is a disaster. Are there any like black remnants from where the dude disappeared.
1: Yeah. I feel like there's like black marks across their living room rug where the shotgun kind of blasted through
2: the creature. All right. Donovan will step up and say, hello, Mr. Thomas. I I know that you told us to get out of your house and never come back and everything. But the good news is we have defeated the monster that was haunting your daughter. It was a literal boogeyman. Boogeymen, it turns out, are real. And I am a member of a sacred order dedicated to eradicating them and and others of their ilk. And we set up a sting operation. We pretended to be uh, your sleeping child to lure the creature back (laughs) into the realm.
4: Once again, not going well.
2: (laughs) At which point, we expertly dispatched the foul beast. (laughs) It's gone and it will never bother anyone ever again
3: Bruce tosses his phone to Donovan so he can show him the footage from Facebook Live
5: And here's the evidence
2: And apparently we documented this (laughs) So here's what happened And I show him
1: the video I guess so Jason watches the video and looks at the state of his house and it does track. And so he walks over, I'm guessing he had a coffee with him and he kind of just like plops down at the dining room table and he's like, I I, I appreciate you guys uh, uh, taking care of this. Please get out of my house. <laughs> and we do.
4: Uh, sorry, bro. Send us a bill and then just yeah. leave. Free animal care for a
0: year. Yeah. We'll go. So Jason bought all that. He had no problems with all the crazy shit he saw in that video. He doesn't check his marijuana stash to see if he OD.
2: <laughs> well, he had already seen a video that he had set up well, himself true. of the yeah. Creature, he already saw so- the
1: creatures, so he knows that there was something there. He saw it in your video, so it tracks. But he's
0: he knows something is amiss in Baghdad.
1: There is something amiss in Baghdad. He's also he's also a reporter, so he's mm-hmm. you know it's not maybe as strange. For him, that there's some odd things going on. He would never write about it because he would f- figure people would think he was nuts. But you know, he's not. He's not stupid. Why? Why that? Why? <laughs> Go figure.
0: <laughs> Perfectly believable. And it was just he that came back, right? Not Margot and the.
1: No, he left them at the hotel because that. Yeah. Wise man. Yes, <laughs> I'll
2: return Bruce's phone and I'll say, "Very good job recording that, Bruce." I didn't realize. How much uh, skepticism we would face. It's a, it's a good thing that we had this documentation. Good work.
5: Can Bruce have the unicorn?
3: Yeah, Bruce was gonna try and walk out with the unicorn. He was gonna try and be smooth about that.
5: I'm, I'm asking for permission. <laughs>
3: <laughs> he does one of
1: those, just like waves the hand thing. <laughs> he can always buy a new unicorn if that's what the price is to get you guys out of his house. He's fine with it.
3: Bruce might go to the fridge quickly and grab a few more things as they're
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I wouldn't put you luck, Bruce. <laughs> well, we need at least need some syrup for those pancakes. Yeah.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Left a note on the fridge, they're out of syrup. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so you guys leave the house. What are you gonna do now? Are you going home? Are we
2: done? Are you going Well what some you, what of us are wounded like Once we're safely away from the house, maybe while we're in our super non creepy van driving home. Oh, my God. I'll share with the gang. So according to one of my allies, uh, Buffy123 or something, the boogeymen don't usually hang out in one place for an extended period of time the way this one seems to have been. It sounds like they're actually just dipping in to get a meal and then they go. So the fact that this one this one's been behaving unusually
5: yes, this this has got to have something to do with the cryptocore basement that is on
2: our agenda. and this long email riddled with typos that I got <laughs> from Bruce <laughs> would seem to imply that the creature was summoned here against its will and and captured for some nefarious purpose. So this is a big problem, guys.
5: Yeah, bigger than a monster here or there.
1: Yeah. Next time on What is Not? They've heard of hunters capturing monsters and researching them, but an actual scientific study, nobody knows of any of those offhand. There have been a lot of ambulances at CryptoCore. It says it's a different CryptoCore location. It's just referred to as The Hold. You've been listening to As The Dice Roll. The As The Dice Roll intro music is The Soap Opera by James Bowers. You can find and license his music through Pond5 at Pond5.com. All the rest of the music in this episode is by Darren Curtis and can be found at DarrenCurtisMusic.com. The opening voiceover is by our very own Rob Sometimes. You can find his podcast at ComicBox.Libsyn.com. And the As The Dice Roll logo was created by Marcel Edwards. Check out her book, No Great Matter, at MsEdwards.com. As The Dice Roll is a proud member of the geek to geek Media Network. Check out other geek to geek shows, streams, and content geek 2 If you'd like to contact the show, you can send an email to podcast at AsTheDiceRollCast.com Individual players and GMs' social media can be found on our website at AsTheDiceRollCast.com